It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without some dope shit. No, stop. <laughs> Yo, welcome back to another edition of this thing we call Digital Syphilis. I know it's been a minute. It's been a long time. Should have left you. Let no, stop. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a while. Um, but yeah, we, we're back for another edition of the most useless, yeah, useful um, show of mediocre intelligence by society standards you know you know the sickness must continue you know the, the the i mean the symptoms they may go away for a while but guess what um this is a chronic ailment and, and i mean it's just something that there's no cure for and we just live with it until the day we die so uh welcome back to digital syphilis old and new listeners uh yeah i got a convocate of uh nonsensical meditations for which have come from yours truly um hopefully it gets into your ear hole uh, as we all know and if you knew um this is an unscripted unedited raw interpretation of the world uh from my perspective it not it doesn't necessarily mean if what i say is right or wrong um it's just how things apply in my mind and this is just a guide to help one gain perspective on his outlook on life that's all or her perspective. I don't want to leave anybody out. Um, even though, as we all know, um, inclusivity is a big thing. Um, but if uh, it's inclusive, if everybody's involved, then guess what? It, it doesn't bear much value. The only time there's value in inclusivity or things being inclusive is if you take a vacation. Yeah, so if it's all inclusive of the vacation, you know, the room and board and and all that other, yeah, the full, everything. Yeah, it's, that's that's the only time value really matters <laughs> in terms of being inclusive because everything's not meant for everybody. That's that, that's a very fair assessment. No, everything's not meant for everybody. So this may not be for you, but this could be for your cousin, your uncle, your brother, your mama. Hell, I don't know. So um, yeah, you can just go ahead and uh, spread the word. You know. It's, Maybe somebody has some doubts about life and they just need a different viewpoint, a different vantage point. Um, yeah, so uh, let's just go ahead and get into it. You know, there's been a lengthy hiatus, but it's it's um it's been well due, it's been well deserved, uh, because a lot of times people just need a break, you know. Um they need time to, you know, finish, you know, decompressing, so to speak. And um, you know, because as I've mentioned previously, decompressing isn't something, you know, you do in 45 minutes. Like, oh, my God, I'm decompressing. I need 45 minutes to decompress. No, no, no. I mean, decompression requires time. I mean, because, you know, there's a, there's a lot of mechanisms that they need to, they need to rest, you know. They, and it, it needs to return to homeostasis, you know, in a stress-free environment, you know, so that you can be the best possible you once it's time to take that next step towards you know uh, true personal development many many people talk about self-discovery no but it's more so about personal development because in your darkest hour you know who you are what you are and what you do but you just need to develop it that's all you know it's 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 it's, it's no discovery because guess what when it comes to life the only thing you can do is be you and you know why because everyone else is taken everybody else is themselves so guess what you have to be yourself as well and 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 in order to be yourself like my father always told me you have to be by yourself 
And once you're by yourself, you know exactly who you are and what those thoughts are that are in your head, you know, and then you develop them from there, you know, in, in order to live a prosperous life to the best of your abilities. So with that being said, um, we're going to get into this, this return episode, you know, the return. Uh, so, so many things have happened, so many viewpoints, so many perspectives. So many different levels of three-dimensional understanding that have taken place within my mind, and I'm just ready to share it with you, you know, from sports to politics to entertainment, all, 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 all that different stuff. Yeah, so um, first order of business uh, is, is going to always be, you know, something, you know, that's near and dear to my heart, you know, which is comedy, stand-up comedy to be exact. It's something that I thoroughly enjoy doing, um, and... Many people have have come to not accept uh, Dave Chappelle's new special. Um, for me, in my personal opinion, I believe Dave Chappelle's great, but he's not necessarily for me because what I find humorous is more of a thrill ride. You know, I I, I want to go places mentally emotionally psychologically spiritually i want to go on just an all just i want to be on a roller coaster you know i want to get all the loops and turns and flips and this unexpected shit you know roller coaster stop start going backwards you know flip upside down might might run through a bad ice water shit i don't know it's just you know I, i like i like things to twist and turn that way but dave is great because i'm an objective observer uh for the craft you know it's 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 many people formulate these opinions of what this is and what that is, no, but it's more so catered to your taste. And with Dave, Dave is a very meticulous, methodical, um, conversationalist with his humor as he's you know gotten older and uh, he's tried to, or not tried to, he has abandoned a lot of the tropes that uh, had him typecast, you know, a kind of in a pigeonhole, a toehold or whatever. Um, because he's grown, you know, when he first started, he was kind of just emulating Richard Pryor, you know, and then he developed himself into, you know, this iconic figure that we see now in comedy. And, and now since, um, he's reached a point to where he can't do anything, but just be honest, see, that's the last layer of development as a comic comedian or, or just anyone who created a craft is when you can peel back all the layers of bullshit that have held you back in, in in the past so that you can take that that honest genuine leap forward into who you are not your truth but who you are and how you see things and how they affect you you know and see and that's what many people get caught up in you know the whole my truth thing no this is not your truth this is just who you are right and if who you are leaves you constantly at odds with yourself and society from a point that pretty much lacks logic and you're constantly in need of cheerleading and support in order to sustain yourself then that's not the truth that is a delusion that's a fallacy it's not real so uh, back to Dave so there's many people who are upset about the special and I've seen it and you know um I, I can see what Dave does and it was great it was great even though it's not to my taste it's still fucking great because you know he just points out a lot of hypocrisies and what's going on but 
it's not necessarily the special that's intriguing me, but it's the aftermath of the special, where you have these people who are less than 1% of the population uh, trying to dictate exactly what this legend has to say. And, and, and what you fail to realize is that when it's real money involved, um, emotions don't matter. Feelings don't matter. There's no feelings in finance. There's no friendship in finance. It's the bottom line. Because when you look at um, Netflix, right? Netflix has been operating in debt for the longest. Uh, because what they are trying to do is corner the market on the future of the way we consume media, which is streaming. So, with that being said, um, they have allocated, well not allocated, but allocated many a fund in order to uh, keep pace, you know, with this ever-growing competitive cycle of streaming. And if they were to castigate, ostracize, uh, quote-unquote cancel Dave Chappelle, then they would be pretty much just cutting their legs out from under him. Because Dave Chappelle's appeal draws people who normally would not even be interested in Netflix because most of their programming outside of, you know, those... I hate to use this term, but these red pill ideologies, you know, our common sense ideologies, it, it, it's it, it's it's um, hanging on by a string, right? So if you pretty much alienate a, a audience, a focus group that, that tunes in regularly, that streams just for that particular content, then what fucking sense does that make? Um, because most of these companies that we deem to be successful outside of, you know, those big ones, you know, like Amazon and Apple and all this—they they, are—they're running at a deficit. Of course, they're rec they are re reporting profits, but that's just on the external. But internally, um, they still have to pay off these debts. You know, they take out loans in order to to operate, right? Um, the best way I can explain it is uh, American football. You know, the NFL, right? They have a salary cap. A hard salary cap, which means that every team gets the same amount of money, right, in order to uh, operate their roster, operate and maintain a roster. But see, here's the catch. And you ask yourself, well, then, how come this this team is just so bad? Or they, they, they just seem so inept in X, Y, and Z. You know, the money's up, but they still can't get talent. A lot of times it's because they've signed bad contracts um, with Guaranteed money because when it's a hard cap, you have to find an, an incentive to make a player stay because these contracts aren't guaranteed, but they are prorated over the life of the contract, and the selling point is guaranteed money. <coughs> oh, excuse me. It's guaranteed money is the selling point for these athletes or <coughs> these contractors to perform. Uh, so what ends up happening is if you sign a bad deal, and you give out a lot of guaranteed money and you're forced to cut this player who isn't even performing on the field, then what leaves up is that you still have to pay that guaranteed money and it's going to be held against the cap moving forward into next season. So that's money you can't touch and it's money you can't use. So with that being said, you take a guy like Dave Chappelle, right, who is guaranteed, right, box office. Guaranteed, it's going to. It's, I mean, Netflix is going to get their name. They're going to be trending just off top, right? So when if you decide to cut this guarantee, right, then that money that you would have, or the revenue that you would have 
reaped over the course of future engagements, right? It's dead. You can't touch it, you can't use it, and you can't benefit from it anymore. So, I mean, what they are trying to do is keep their star player happy. And that less than 1% of the population that chooses to step in, because I'm not going to say any names, so, I mean, if less than 1% of the population, I mean, we could be talking about the 1%, we could talk about the, I mean, it's all subject for debate. <laughs> but, yeah, it's less than 1% of the population, if they are that upset, then guess what? They have to find something else to do at the time because um, no one's going to go out of business because your feelings are hurt. I mean, some things are just too big to fail. You know, the banks, Netflix. And I want to get to another point, too. Uh, because, see, here's the thing. Who loans these people the money, right? It's the ones who are in charge of the propagation of the narrative for which we consider to be 21st century society, right? So guess what, right? So that guy, a la Dave Chappelle, has to remain untouched because he's going to be able to allow a lot of that narrative to enter into people's minds who normally would not be interested in Netflix's program, which I've said on many occasions is just lifetime movies with a budget. That's it. Netflix lifetime movies or, you know, just pretty much lifetime channel with a budget. That's all. I mean, it's it's majority mediocre content um, catered towards people of weak mind, spirit and belief in themselves. So, I mean, it, it, it's 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 whatever. <laughs> yeah, so that was just my take on the whole dave thing i mean we we've all seen it we all know what's going on so i'm not beating a dead horse i'm just going to give you just a different perspective and no i'm not going to incite people to go out and feel a certain way or that way because you already know what it is from your perspective you know and 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 then i'm just trying to widen the view you know like panoramic wise where you can still be in your perspective you can look a little further to the left and a little bit further to the right now just so you can really see what's going on you know what i mean yeah, so, I mean, we finally got the comedy thing out of the way with the Dave Chappelle stuff. You know, it is whatever. And, you know, it's another thing I really enjoy, which was mentioned in previous. It's football. I love football. American football. It's, it's, I played I played in high school. I was captain of the football team. I mean, it's just something that's just really just appealing to me, you know. I love, you know, the raw X's and O's strategies. You know, many people say that it's boring because, you know, they it's it's a stop and start. Stop and start, but it's like chess, you know. You make a move, and you contemplate your next move. You make a move, then you come to, you know, I mean, so and so, you know, there's a little back and forth, you know, a little chess matches that's going on with that. I mean, it's not as good as it's been in the past. I mean, a lot of people gripe about that. It's not as much physicality. It's just, I mean, um, with the advent of technology, you know, physicality is just going to be removed from society altogether anyway because um, there's there's no need for the manual aspect, you know. So, so I mean, that's just kind of just goes with but what I really have an issue with is just, just the lack of on-field leadership. You know, you don't have any more field generals. You know, these domineering and these endearing characters that rally the troops, you know, to get everybody moving. I mean, outside of Tom Brady, who is pretty pretty much a dinosaur, um, that's pretty much the only guy that you have out now that is, that is you know, just recognized as a field general because... This society is not predicated off of individual leadership, but more so of a hive mind that is just following instructions. So, like, that's why you see the quality of play is just so poor now because 
you know, guys aren't connected. They aren't really communicating. No one's establishing who is actually an alpha, you know, you know, to, to really force the identity of a locker room. And you see that um, in all walks of life, you know, this is where you walk into a room and there's like, who is the person who is in charge of um, maintaining order and continuity so that everyone can have a good time and win? You know, it's just, it's now, you know, you, you're adhering to something via remote from people you've never seen and never will meet. And, 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 and that is what baffles me. You know, it's like, okay, so so-and-so's in charge, but he's listening to somebody else that he hasn't even ever seen. It's so weird. I mean, that's the structure of corporate America. You know, it's, it's, it's the structure of, you know, everyday society. Once you go, even like when you see groups of people, they are talking, but no one is you know that galvanizing force you know in a group say hey that's the guy that keeps everybody together you don't see that it, it <laughs> it's fucking weird um but yeah back to what i was saying about the nfl but um there's a guy who, who was one of my favorite coaching personalities uh throughout the uh say what about 22 20 let's just say 25 years of of um, watching football seriously, and that's John Gruden. Now, it's it's a Super Bowl winning coach. Uh, Super Bowl is the is the championship of you know National Football League, American Football. This is for my uh, international audience. Um, he's in some hot water from emails that he sent. Um, mind you, I'm not sure if he was even coaching at the time, but it was you know he's. He he he's a league figure, so you know he's still pretty much in touch with a lot of the executives because he did a lot of commentary as well, and he was fucking great at it. I mean, um, and these emails were uh, they they classified him as racist, uh, misogynistic, uh, homophobic. Um, the racist part was where he was referring to. Um, uh, the lead of the NFL Players Association, um, you know, um, the pr pretty much the Players Union. There's a brother by the name of Denor Smith. He said he had lips like, you know, Michelin tires. You know, okay, yeah, you, you say a black guy has big lips, and Denor Smith does have big lips. Oh my God, he's the worst fucking person in the world. Um, and then he was uh, chiming in about how he didn't see the point of having female referees. I don't either because it's 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 a man sport. Why do you have women judging? You know, men playing this. You know, and then um, also uh, he referred to the NFL commissioner, uh, what's his name, Roger Goodell, as a as a bundle of sticks, <laughs> or um or, or or a loose cigarette. Yeah, this is, yeah. You know, he he. He referred to him as that. And I'm like, okay, I mean, he pretty much seems like one of those type of people. But at the same time, I mean, these happened before he was even reinstated by the NFL to coach the now Las Vegas Raiders, right? But see, here's the gripe that I have with this is the fact that, you know, the man's terminated over some emails. I understand, you know, the, the you know, uh, you know, the implications of, um, of public perception uh but oh yeah I've, i forgot i forgot to mention too as well he had another email that was referring to you know the first gay player um in nfl that we knew of by the name of michael sam um 
who the league pressured Jeff Fisher, the coach of the, of the St. Louis Rams at the time, to draft with pretty much the last pick in the draft just for, you know, quote-unquote narrative sake. Um, and he said he wasn't very good, and this is true because the guy, he was drafted, and he got cut after his first season. He signed to a practice squad, and he was let go. And in, in an email, he didn't tell that this guy would be more of a distraction than an asset, which was true because he spent more time advocating for his sexuality than he did actually learning how to play the game at a professional level, which makes perfect fucking sense. So, I mean, so, you know, he's homophobic, he's misogynistic, and he's racist because of these comments, you know, so he's fired. But what, but what struck me even more was that he was removed from the Hall of Fame for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by bringing them their first championship when they were considered to be the Suckaneers for such a long time because they just couldn't win. And, and you know, when he did something that was amazing, you know, he changed the culture of that team and they put him in that Hall of Fame and he was removed from that because it's so, I mean, you mean to tell me that we're living in an age today where perception from an email is going to cast shadows and aspersions on someone's hard work, you know? I don't give a damn what you believe or what you think, right? If you can produce, who gives a fuck? You know, it's just, if, if you're great at what you do, I mean, it just comes to a point to where rules don't apply outside of killing somebody, you know? And, it's, and, 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 and that's just something that's just really bothering me because we're operating like um, like little girls just gossiping. It's, it's, I mean, even, even like when I try to, you know, go through... And 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 see exactly what the hell's going on in the world today. It's more gossip than it is hardcore facts. I mean, you know, you even look at the shit with the damn, um, with you know, people typing up news articles. I mean, that's that. It's not even journalists anymore. It's just little sissy wissy, pissy wissy um, bloggers. You know, who are just who are just vomiting out opinions. Instead of sticking to the fact of the matter so that the people can actually know what the hell's going on. I mean, it's just gotten to the point now to where, like, in light of, you know, this whole pandemic thing, it's, just, it's where people are just saying that this organization or that organization is saying this is good and that is good and, and that we should do this. This is no bills have been passed, no documents have been signed. This is all just hearsay. And then people are just jumping on it and taking it like it's... Like it's gospel, and I, I think that is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my 35 years of life. It's, I don't get it. I mean, like, that's the whole point. I was happy to get out of high school, and now, goddammit, I'm a grown man living in it. <laughs> Shit, god dog, boy, they just make life hard on them, you know, but... It's just all about perception, you know, and and, and, and you know, I, I bring this up uh, because I really do want people to 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 remove their emotions from situations for which they're in. I want them just to be able to sit back and just think to themselves, like, does this shit even make? If it doesn't make sense to you at the time, leave it alone and come back when it does make sense. You know that, that that's. That's, that's something that I, I live by because what's the old saying? If you mix the rational with the irrational, then you lead to instability, right? It's just, I mean, this is, we're living in an unstable society because people are running into situations and mouthing off and doing this whole other, other stuff with no 
comprehension of the ramifications of the consequences or the actions for which you're taking or, 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 or what you agree with. You're people that are just, just doing shit. And it's just sick. It's digital syphilic. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and this is the last little bit of the NFL, bitch. You know, I just thought this was interesting. Uh, there was a coach for a team at Jacksonville Jaguars. His name is Urban Meyer. Um, you know, he's famed uh, college football championship winning coach. Um, he was he was in a bit of a spat um, or, or not even a spat, a little controversy, a little hot water uh, because he was caught on camera. I mean, he was at a bar minding his goddamn business and somebody decided to put a camera on him just sitting down with, mind you, he's in his 50s. Some little 21-year-old college co-head was grinding and bumping the ass on him. It's like, okay. Some mean shit. He just sitting there chilling, minding his motherfucking business. Somebody got a camera in his face, and now it's all this uproar about how he shamed himself and shamed his wife and all. Now, look here. See, listen. People fail to realize when Urban Meyer was the coach of Ohio State, one of his assistants was beating the shit out of their wife. Right? Urban Meyer knew what the fuck was going on, and you know who came to his defense to. To, to say that he didn't know and nobody else knew his motherfucking wife. The man's wife is in it. She is a rider. She down for the she down for the play, right? She down for the play. It's, 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 and then they are talking about, oh, yeah, he's disrespecting his wife. She know that this game is fucked up, but you guess what? Why the hell would she leave him? Right? She going to leave with half when she can stay with all. I mean, because he doing this coaching shit. This motherfucker ain't never at home. So guess what? She, the kids is grown. Um, so, so guess, so guess what that means? She is living it up single with all. I mean, she don't, she don't give a fuck. She's a team player. And, you know, they got the man apologizing to a room full of grown men. You know, I was like, man, let me be an urban mind. I, I would have walked in there and say, all right, fellas, um, I know what y'all saw and heard and all this other stuff. I just want to let you know, I love pussy. Practice to be at twelve o'clock. Y'all be there, and just we just we just walk out the door because that is a moment to where you know you can you can demonstrate to you know the men that it don't matter what a motherfucker say or do, shit still got to get done. That builds morale. This motherfucker run through. I'm like, damn man, coach down for real. She says, I be thinking the same thing, but I be scared to say, fucking coach said it. Fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm finished. But you know, I'm just saying, this is this is this is the game is just fucked up. This is all the way around. I, I I can't I can't even fathom the level of insanity, you know. And speaking of insanity and instability and all this other um hoopla, you know, um I, I want to talk about something else I think is pretty interesting too. Um it's the concept that a friend of mine and I were discussing, um, uh, not even necessarily discussing, more so me exclaiming to him. Uh, see, in today's world, in today's world, right, you have to worry about something called uh, social media schizophrenics, right? Um, you know, I mean, it started, it started with YouTube, but YouTube was a part of social media too, so fuck it. Um, yes, yeah, but I, but you know, I say social media just to be complete about it. But it's just namely YouTube schizophrenics, you know. This, and what these people are is that they will come in, sit down, and watch 
hours upon hours upon hours of various things, you know, that that pique their interest, right? But but they necessarily don't have any vested interest in the development understanding of said material. So they're just kind of like, you know, mockingbirds, you know, they're parroting, they're parakeets, see? They're parroting all these talking points, you know? And then once they get out into, you know, the world with people with differing views and stuff, you know, I mean, they can hold it together maybe three, maybe five minutes, but after that, it's... Yeah, this motherfucker's turned into the Tasmanian devil, you know? They, and they, 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 they don't know where they stand or what... They, I mean, they're actually more lost than what they were before because guess what? They put in all this time acquiring information that is not rooted in who they are. See, that's where personal development comes in. Uh, you got to know who you are. Uh, you got to know when to hold them, uh, when to fold them, uh, when to walk away, uh, when, what to say, uh, when to say, uh, how to say. Uh. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but seriously, though, you, you really do have to um, be mindful of who you are in relation to the information for for which you absorb, right? Because if not, you're just going to look like a crazy person, you know? Uh, whether, whether it's a wolf howling at the moon, you know, or a dog barking at the goddamn TV because he sees a steak, but he know he can't get to it. You know? Oh, no, he believes he can't get to it, but in reality, he can't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is... Man, and this is pervasive, you know, throughout society as a whole. I mean, this is... People are just walking time bombs of just information that they can neither grasp nor understand but they have access to it 24 hours a day and they feel that just because somebody gave them some bullshit ass certificate that they know exactly what the fuck they're talking about but once met with adequate opposition to show that hey there's, there's more you need to learn there's more discipline that you need to exercise there's more of a vested interest that you need to have in this before you decide to open your damn mouth they can't take it and then all of a sudden, you become the bad guy. You are the problem. You're problematic because you're not letting me um, bullshit you. And, 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 uh, oh, damn. It just sounds like you're just, you're just in a bad relationship. You know what? Just living, just living life in the 21st century under these digital syphilic uh, parameters. Yeah, you're just living in a one big bad relationship. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah, that's 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 virtually what we're stuck with now. As as sane people in twenty first century, just stuck with a bunch of. I'm um, not. I, I, I'm not even going to say useless. Just lost people. It's just projecting uh, whatever they feel is to be uh, accepted because they don't accept themselves. Or, or uh, I mean. And they may accept themselves, but they don't like what they see, and they are are um, too entitled and unwilling to make that change in order to improve exactly what the fuck's going on. Like prime, like prime example, the other day, um, there's a smoke shop that I frequent um, because they have great prices on Yellow American Spirits, which is uh, my brand of choice um, in regards to cigarettes. Uh, and there's a very hefty, uh, rotund lady that works behind the counter um you know i've you know um we've exchanged pleasantries and whatnot um but you know it it it, it, it never 
comes across as sincere or whatever, you know. But it's but it, but but it's okay because I'm not in my feelings. But and 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 at the same time, I go out, I go out of my way to acknowledge people that I come in contact with regularly and show them the common decency as that of a human being. Right, uh, regardless of your shortcomings, I mean, if you do drugs or you don't have legs or you don't have teeth, um, you know, you're short, tall, pretty, I don't give a fuck. It's just, if you, if you a person, I'm going to acknowledge you as a person because that's the level of respect that I have for myself, you know, and I won't speak to others in a way that I would not appreciate myself to be spoken to. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's it's these type of things, you know, it's about having integrity, you know, and dignity, you know, these, these things, you know, I, I even go out of my way to compliment the lady, because she always keeps her nails done, um, she always has some cool novelty t-shirt or whatever, you know, and those are our talking points, you know, it's just to let her know, hey, I see you, right, um, so, back to the story, I come in, it's this sister standing up there, um, getting like some type of vape pen or something. Boy, she's fine as cat hair. I, I, I will, I will not deny that, you know. And um, the 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 big girl behind the counter, she is trying to, you know, find ways to draw similarities between the two of them because she's so dejected and and downtrodden due to her massive size, you know. <laughs> That's the only way I can put it. You know, she's like, oh, yeah, you figured out they look nice. And the girl's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, thank you. I didn't know, you know. See, she doesn't understand how sisters are dismissive to uh, clingy, fat white women, right? This is, this is, and, and she's thinking that this woman, this, this, this black woman is being nice to her. But in reality, she's being cordial so she can get her shit and leave. But, you know, she's pushed, oh, yeah, I do fingernails, too. And then, you know, looks, here's the work and stuff that I've done here. And then um, she was like, oh, you just look so nice. And I I comment after the um, sexy sister leave, right? I say, damn, shit, I've been coming up in there for about a year, and you ain't never complimented me. You know, I'm just being, I'm just being funny, you know? And she was like, oh, well, do you have your nails done? And I'm just like, whoa. Damn, you know, so now you're trying to sass a brother, you know, this, and I'm like, what is she? was like, well, she's so fine. I'm like, is she, she all right? But, um, yeah, but I, I know after talking to her for probably about 10 minutes, I want to choke the shit out of her. You know, I was being serious, but not serious at the same time. She's like, no, you don't understand. She's nice. You're just the first time seeing her. She always comes in. I'm like, you're not even putting this in the context, lady. You know, like when I say that I want to choke, it's not because she is rude or disrespectful. It's the fact that she doesn't have anything to talk about. She is one of those people. Because my intuition is right nine times out of ten. It's very seldom is my intuition off. So I'm sitting, I'm like, see, this is the kind of person, right, who can, who is afforded the luxury of smiling and being nice because she's attractive. But once you get past that, and if you don't agree with what she agrees with, it's regardless if she's evil or not, it's going to put her in a place to where now she's no longer comfortable. And guess what? That means that you are the enemy. Whether you are trying to give her a 24 karat gold brick or um, a sack full of shit. This is either way. You are bad because you have now made her uncomfortable because you have upset her self-imposed delusion because she's attractive. 
He's like, that's not true. And you don't know what you're talking about. And it's just, I'm just like, dude, you don't even know this lady. And I had to explain to her how she was being dismissed and all this other stuff. And you are trying to equate someone to have value because they're nice. And I had to explain to her, do you not understand that the word nice indicates stupid? Right? I mean, it, it has connotations of being stupid or being a simpleton. You know, when... When, when when the adjective nice is applied to a person, you know, you don't say nice and thoughtful, you say kind and thoughtful. You know, it's just, there's a difference between being nice and being kind. And I'm like, let's see, what you fail to realize is that I come in here all the time and I can see the despair on your face, but I still try to make you smile. You know why? Because I'm kind. And she couldn't do anything. Just, she just sat there. She was grabbing for the wrong cigarette. I'm same same cigarette for the while. She didn't know what to do because her world had now been flipped upside down, and now she's really seeing herself for what she is. It's just living in despair. And 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 no one can save you from that, but you. You know, you have to you have to put in the work to lift yourself up up out of whatever situation you're in regardless if you put yourself there or not i mean because it goes back to nobody can be you but you nobody can do it for you but you if you don't want it you'll never have it are you waiting on a miracle of of, of are you waiting on, on standards to drop so low to where you can just kind of just sashay in and shit no it doesn't work like that you know this is and, and and this shit is just, it, it, I don't know what to say. I, I, I just, and I mean, this is just a microcosm of just how defeated people operate, right? You know, defeated people will try and and cut you at the knee because they're already on the ground. You feel me? Defeated people always try to cut you at the knee because they're already on the ground. That's, that's the only thing they can look for is to say, oh, woe is me. And then as soon as you let your guard down, they got the scalpel like that little white baby on Pet Cemetery. They're going to cut you in the goddamn killer's head. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't. This is no fair. No fair. I know. This is, this is fucking, this is fucking fucked up, but I don't care. Because, you know, I'm just being a hundred percent honest, you know. It's just, it's just, this is just honesty. Whether it's the truth or not, who gives a fuck? As long as you're honest with um, your viewpoint and perspective to the best of your knowledge, you know. Because if you're sitting around trying to uh, justify your actions and all this shit in hindsight... Um, by grafting on other people's ideas, then this motherfucker, you would never win at anything. You you and you'll always be chasing. You'll always be one step behind, and everybody else will be able just to fuck you over. And you know, and and you know, and that's where vengeful spirits come from. Yeah, shit, who's enough of that, boy? That's, that was just God, dog. Let's see, we're gonna move on to something else. Let's move on to something else. All right. Oh yeah. Um. Oh wait, but before but before we get to Jesus, yeah, I just. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's, this is just observational shit. This is nothing I sat around and, and contemplated on. You know, this is contemplation-free pontification. 
Um, <laughs> but before I get to Jesus, um, there was something else I was thinking about. What? What that shit I was thinking about again? Oh, this is, oh, we got Jesus. Before we get to Jesus, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just, let's just roll with Jesus here. Yeah, maybe, maybe it'll come back to me. You know, this is, yeah, I was witnessing, um, uh, two, uh, no, a buddy of mine and his accomplice, I would just, um, or not even accomplice, his associate, uh, it's a guy that he just met, you know, and he thinks the world of the guy because he believes that, you know, they have like interests so that they can, you know, have a dialectic and, and really elevate themselves, you know, from, from, you know, um, a religious or not religious, but a scriptural understanding, because as we all know, uh, religion is a bunch of bullshit. This is really a religion is bullshit you know this is that's just um that's just a fan club for idolatry that's that's just all religion is there's a fan club for idolatry you know if if um you are really into it then you don't need any engraving images or whatnot to really say oh yeah this is the shit you know this is it's like with the whole comedy thing you know I, I don't really use any other people as a reference point it's just okay let me just deep dive into the art itself um you know and just see what the fuck i come up with you know <laughs> because um laughter or comedy or humor isn't dictated by the people that perform it you know it's it's once you have that deeper understanding you know that nuance of how the mind works right then you are able to formulate uh um means a method of attack in order to make these things come to life you know bring it into fruition uh, so uh back to the scriptural thing you know this is it's once you once you read the words and and then you know you're able to uh do some history and some research you know and then you're able to really um kind of bring the words to life you know that that's that 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 is what um many of people do whenever they are you know having these scriptural conversations you know it it's it is to bring the life back into the word you know because there's so much knowledge and so much wisdom in regards to you know the bible and whatnot i mean it's, it doesn't matter if it's the bible or the quran or you know, if it's if it's um you know the buddhist thing with the seat of heart though whatever his name is yeah it's yeah this is i mean there is there is knowledge you know so so what this is is being you know more of a philosopher you know it's just love of knowledge and then you know it's that love of knowledge is going to correlate into a deeper love and understanding of god you know um the you know the divine creator because um we came here fully formed you no know, evolution and all of that is just that's just um uh wickedly brilliant people devising a means to try to to draw the masses away from the fact of you know there was some type of divine in intervention in regards to creation because even these scientists whenever they can't figure out what something else then it's called god you know but once they uh hypothesize enough and they can't find as much tangible or concrete information as they can now so or you know as they would prefer to so that's why theory is now considered to be the law of you know um um cutting edge science you know it's just no different than it goes back to where now the bloggers are just putting out opinions as opposed to facts and passing them off as 
as actual information as well as the news people, you know, who come up with 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 different organizations said this and said that and and then this is mandatory and that's mandatory and, and it's all hearsay because there's no fact to it. So they'll release the bullshit and they'll come back and then they'll make a little subheading, you know, and um fine print saying, yeah, well it's not necessarily true, but this is what it could be. And it's I mean, so you see how it all comes full circle. Um, in regards to religion and yeah, this is I mean this yeah, this is fucked up. But back to these two gentlemen, they were they were having a discussion uh, because um, my good friend, my best buddy, um, he is more of an Old Testament guy. You know, he loves the Torah. Um, and the other guy, he's a New Testament guy. You know, he he is essentially a Christian, but he won't claim to be a Christian. Uh, because he's operating along the mindset of how a Christian would operate, but he's saying that he's about the scripture, but if you're about scripture, then yeah, that's that's just that's just a whole can of worms it is. Yeah, I, I, I would need my buddy to really just dive into it because he's far more passionate about it than I am. I just have a pretty decent understanding at best. Uh, but yeah, he 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 he's a nut. He knows the name. It just yeah is, but 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 back to this whole Jesus concept. Um, uh, you know about. I wanted to interject, but I needed it to play out in such a way just so that my 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 good friend, best buddy, can understand that when you are truly passionate about something. You're going to be by yourself because, because you know, that love and adoration and that deep sense of, of, of curiosity, it's not shared amongst many people. And sometimes you'll spend your entire life with, this, with, just this, with just this burning passion and curiosity to really strive and really understand something and you'll always be by yourself. But I needed for him to see that because this guy that he believed was going to be, you know, his quote-unquote friend started getting condescending because he couldn't take um, uh, uh, the, it wasn't even criticism, well, there, was, there was no animosity whatsoever. He couldn't take suggestion. He was just stuck on, you know, Jesus is God, he's divine, he's this, that, and the third. But here is my interpretation because i have um no real vested interest um in 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 those type of conversations because i have my own type of understanding and um the old testament and the new testament are virtually synonymous you know one is pure and with which is the old testament or the torah right it's it's um what, what i don't want to say pure this is it's it, it it's 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 comprehensive right but um but the new but the new testament serves more as like an entry-level exam into getting into the old testament just due for the changes in time right because those people in the old testament were a little more um rigid you know they were a little more rugged they were more um, the characters were a little more rigid. They were a little more rugged. They were a little more upright, and you know, um, they were less polluted. I mean, there's always been um, spiritual contamination uh, ever since, you know, the whole garden incident. But, but 
though but those people were closer to the source as opposed to the one in the new testament so what jesus serves as is more of the the representation of man man in his highest form um the complete man the upright man the perfect man right this is this is this is what jesus he's he's just the the pinnacle of man right and then he is infused with the power of god of the most high right because see jesus just symbolizes what man has been and can get back to right and then once he's infused with uh just just imagine a statue with divots cut out for jewels to be placed there right and then once you place the jewels right or the drops of you know the knowledge got into this statue now it's animated it's moving now and 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 that's what jesus is in the bible it's just an allegory of man when he is upright and and at his pinnacle and his apex he's able to receive god and has now come back to who he is i mean because the word remnants is it's is 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 very big in the bible you know it's remnants right in the in the new testament it is um just um just for the remnants of what was in the old testament it's like uh you know the 49ers going over in san francisco you know and and, and you know they're and they got their pens and they're trying to get gold and you know and they're over there by the river banks sifting through rocks and all that i mean that's it's <laughs> that's that that's the best thing that i can imagine um in regards to what the new testament serves to the old testament but see where it's perverted is that instead of using that as a template in order to be upright once again in in order to receive those jewels and to be animated and behold um what was once a splint for a broken bone is now turned into a crutch right you know the uh, the concept of jesus was just a splint but now they're using it as a crutch right anytime something goes wrong oh yeah we're just gonna do it to jesus every time they every time they slip and transgress oh we're doing it to jesus jesus was designed to be the pinnacle of man the most upright upstanding man right but now you want to because he quote unquote died for your sins now you want to continue to heave your sins and transgressions upon him or take the shit that you don't want to deal with and put it on him and say that you know what i'm still no no see and that's where um the whole the guy being condescending and passive aggressive would come from because my buddy took his crutch away from him unknowingly and showed him that he's still crippled and defeated but he hasn't like steven seagal and out for justice you know he hasn't gone out in the ladies backyard and <laughs> yeah i mean there's a lot of people don't know what out yeah get a chance it's part of steven seagal's cheesy uh fake aikido martial arts move yeah you know he was uh shot and he was in a coma and then you know the nurse rolled him out and took him home and then he was practicing his, his his martial arts shit in the backyard until he got strong enough to go out and be out for justice uh, against the people who wronged him yeah you know but yeah but you know that's that's just that's just um you know that's the breaks of you know how people operate i mean and see and and and, and do you see the streamline of um where 
it ties in back to you know the YouTube schizos and and you know and then the people just just being weird and and fucked up is because what these situations once provided a means of bettering yourself and 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 being you know even more upright to where you could really receive what God has to offer you know in terms of the blessings and all this other stuff and they've turned it just into a crutch and they're just decrepit people leaning on crutches everywhere you go it's just it's it's i mean codependency is the new friendship it's the new love is it's 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 very seldom do you find a standalone person you know it's just um yeah that's the other thing i wanted to talk about um i, I was uh interested uh uh yeah let me let, let me finish this up though this um yeah so that that's just that's just what we that's just what we're dealing with you know you have to be upright you have to be integrous you know you have to exercise yourself with dignity you know you have to be proud but not prideful you know whatever one or two things you do just take just take pride in it you know if um you were just a cool unassuming guy take pride in it don't don't let another motherfucker tell you that, oh, man, you need to be a little more this or you need to open up. No, no, fuck that. That's just who you are. Take pride in it. Fuck them. Um, yeah, you know, and, 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 and see, you know, but see, you also have to have perspective. Um, you have to understand that if you have an interest in in a field, it's guaranteed that someone is going to know more than you, right? And when you do find that person who knows more than you, you don't shun them. You know, you don't shut up, or no, or 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 not shut it up, but you don't, you know, like close up and and sit around and 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 wait for this person to go away so that you can continue to dilly dally in delusion. Because what that does is that shows that you are more so looking for a means to escape. Than you are to ascend, you know, and 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 and, and you know, escapism is is just a rapid thing in society. Yeah, so I'm so I'm 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 gonna put a pin in it. I'm done with that. Okay. So um yeah, so back to the other issue or not issue, but topic that I found interesting is that um I was uh, learning about how suburban developments are actually more deleterious to societal structure than what is propagated you know amongst the people um you know like when people you know decide to go out miles away from you know their job or you know downtown and you know set up these suburban dwellings um they are you know they they are marketed as you know clean and beautiful and x y and z it's because it goes back to that whole uh, business of Netflix and all that is run by loans, right? It's, it's so 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 when you are looking at you know the government funding along with loans that are taken out in order to get these urban or these suburban developments, um, it looks nice initially, but the only way to sustain it in terms of maintenance is that you have to develop another subdivision or suburb, and then you have to use that money <laughs> to pay for the maintenance from the previous so it's so it's so it's like a pyramid scheme there is a debt that cannot be paid because of the maintenance 
of said area you know it, it's it just it, it it's going to implode on itself because you can't collect revenue in suburban dwellings in a way that is going to be beneficial for society as a whole um you know so when you see these suburbs you know and they got all these businesses you know like 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 taco bell and chipotle and and mcdonald's and burger king all these buildings right they don't generate as much taxable revenue you know you know your walmart and your targets because because these are specialized buildings and dwellings you know and then once business phase and these places close down right then 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 they're not operable for any other type of business versus when you are looking at like downtown you know these little shanty places you know, because you wonder like how come like for instance in los angeles you look like what the fuck why do people even do business down here it's because it's for adaptable purposes of you know the buildings are like if one business closed down then another one can can come in and occupy the same space and you know still be able to 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 generate uh, revenue and it's closer to the heart where other businesses are so that there's more trade and more commerce downtown than it would be out in the suburb you know and 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 and, and, and the reason why i want to talk about this is is because I saw the the striking similarities of how the 21st century mindscape works as well. You know, you get these new radical ideas that are further and further and further away from what is conventional knowledge, conventional wisdom, and good common sense, right? And in order to maintain these 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 outlandish ideas, right? You have to go and create more outlandish ideas just to pay for the upkeep of the previous idea until the point to where you're bankrupt. Because many people don't realize that cities do go bankrupt. Detroit is a prime example. <laughs> yeah, cities can go bankrupt. And and and, and there's a, here's the other part about it, is that when you're dealing with these suburbs and all this different stuff that's away from the heart of the city, right? Um, you know, these massively overdeveloped infrastructures have these things called strodes, right? It's a it's a combination of a street and a road, right? I mean, you know, streets is 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 one thing and roads are highways, you know, streets are what, you know, people live on, you know, but highways are roads, right? You know, so so they mix the two. So now people are living on street highways and it's miles and miles of street highways and then in between it's just a whole lot of undesirable shit. And since and you know, and since in order to really live out in the suburbs and move back and forth, you gotta have a car. You know, so you're just going through miles and miles of undesirable stretches of land where people are living and under it, it, it do you see just the just the sheer degradation of living standards heading out to the suburbs and then it's in and, and then it's then it's still removed from its fundamental uh um um central nervous system which is the downtown area. You see do you see how how disjointed that is? And then when you apply that to the brain, right, and, and the way people think, right, you see where the disjointed shit is happening because there's too much space in between the common sense and this new age wave of thinking and this ugly ass path that you have to drive down 
every day to go. It, that, that's why I think that, you know, that, that it's, it is special when I see a lot of these European countries, you know, where everything is smaller, you know, there aren't mega cities and, and pretty and pretty much when they step outside the doorstep, it doesn't feel like they're going outside, but they are just kind of in their living room, uh, not in their living room, but in, it's just an extension of their house, right? You know, like, like their home is the living room, right? But then when they step outside, they still are kind of at home because everything is like walking distances around a corner or down the street. You know, and, and, and versus, you know, having to drive five miles to go to go and get a goddamn loaf of bread because you're trying to stay in the newest subdivision, which is further away from any fucking you know, this. And, and people's minds are, are the same way, you know, like they are so far removed from, you know, the, the central hub of downtown. Right. When it comes time for them to make a thought or make a connection, then, then what ends up happening is that they may get lost or jammed up in traffic on the way to get to the heart of the matter, right? And 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 and, and see and, and see that is attributed to the YouTube schizos and other, all this shit I be talking. It sounds convoluted, but it but it all it's all interconnected in some way, form, or fashion. That's why it's digital syphilis. It destroys your goddamn brain. But yeah, it's been about an hour. It's nice seeing you guys again. I want to let you know there's uh, no vaccine for the upscene. You know, you got to remember the key to responsible drinking is put the condom on before you get drunk because God made the universe. He wrote post-dated checks for all things to come. If you ever want to be shit, uh, start collecting the cash in because his checks never bounce. Send them out.